following is a production of the Lance J Radio Network and Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. The opinions and views expressed are certainly those of the host and do not represent the views of Lance J Radio Network or NBC Sports Radio. What's going on, everybody? It's good to be back with you. Oh, man. It is Thanksgiving weekend, Thanksgiving man. weekend. Oh, How man. How do you feel? Like I ate too much. Of course, of course, <laughs> of course. Now let me, let me ask you, how 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 do you how does Mike Jones how does Jonesy attack Thanksgiving? Are you home? You hosting or are you out and about? Well, th- this year, mm-hmm. fairly low key of it. Okay. But most years, it's between my parents' house or mm-hmm. my mom's brother's house. Yeah. Big family thing. Okay. Way too much food. Of course. And now. I have to explain this to the people for a second. All right. There are, you know, people are, many people have been known to overindulge themselves at Thanksgiving. Of course. It's 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 an American tradition. There's no need to fight it. Just let it happen. But my cousins and I Mm -hmm. have been known at times to make it somewhat competitive. Oh, boy. So... Now there, there are regulations to this. Okay, you for a plate to count as a full plate of food because mm-hmm. the record is, I believe, eight eight and a half plates. Oh, oh! For a plate to count as a full plate of food, mm-hmm. it must at least be stacked so deep, so like so high off the plate, mm-hmm. and it must be filled from the center out and reach. To a within a certain distance of the edge of the plate. Okay, so y'all have judges on the plates. Yeah, so like, ju- okay. So your plate has to be verified as yeah, that's a count plate. Does, that does counts. somebody, someone ever throw a challenge flag on a plate? No, nah, we throw more food on. We throw more food. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. And then it goes from there. So, so to prepare yourself for that mm-hmm. is an event in itself. Yeah, you know, people would say, "Oh, don't eat." Let's see. That's a bad idea. Mm. You don't eat your str- your stomach will shrink, yeah. oh, and yeah. it yeah. compacts itself. Mm-hmm. And because your stomach's like a big balloon, yes. And so if you don't eat, your stomach will compact itself, mm-hmm. and then you're completely unprepared for the day's events. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm you're, with you. You're I'm a plate, you. plate and a half in. Talk about oh, I'm stuffed. No, that mm-hmm. eat breakfast. Yep. Eat a good breakfast. Yes. Then go exercise. Mm-hmm. Work up an appetite, and. At that point, make sure your stomach stays full mm-hmm. with water. The water technique. These are good tips. That way, your stomach, it, it's not something that's going to keep you full, heavy. It's out of you in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you keep drinking water to keep yeah. your stomach from compress, contracting again. I'm liking this. I'm, 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 I'm listening to you. I hear you. So, eat, get a good breakfast. Mm-hmm. And then d- be active before dinner to get your appetite mm-hmm. really prepared. And... Fluids to keep your stomach open and yeah. if keep it from contracting. Now maybe I, I think we've been doing it wrong because we like to, now we, we don't do the whole competitive thing mm-hmm. because we like to we we like to to, to spread our gluttony out. <laughs> so when usually we travel on Thanksgiving, okay, we travel on Thanksgiving, we host on Christmas, okay. Now uh, this year we're going to my uncle's house in Delaware. 
Now we've, right. we've had Thanksgiving over this house before. It's gonna be a lot of food, a lot of black folks. Mm. All right, you know. In fact, one one, one year, you know, we, we were all. I think it might have been his first Thanksgiving at this at his house that he lives in now. And one of his sons came downstairs, saw all the black folk. We was all in the basement eating. Said it looked like Amistad down there. That's how it Because everyone was eating and it was hot. Nobody talking. <laughs> Nobody probably. talking. Just. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, we, we start eating pretty much from the moment you put your coat away. Like there's hors d'oeuvres and appetizers and stuff. And, you know, there is no moment. Well, you know what? People are eating, you know, people are preparing food. And while you snacking, you know, we watching the football. Of course. Of course. And and usually towards the end, the football is watching us. Mm-hmm. You know, there might be five, six, seven people looking for a place to take a nap. <laughs> but, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. But, not, but you know, we're, we're not, it's, it's not necessarily, you know, it, we can't judge who ate the most. Because, because it's an all day. It's event. all day. You know, somebody put some shrimps out. You know, you, you know, mm-hmm. you boil the shrimps, the nachos. You know, chips. Um, you know, finger foods or whatever. And you, if if you hit it right, you will be doing this right up until it's time to bless the food for dinner. <laughs> and you know, and, and what you said about. What you said about drinking the water, you know, keep your stomach, you know, mm-hmm. like we, we replace that with beer. Uh, see, beer is actually filling, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. That's the problem. Exactly. You know, you know, and, and, it's, and, it's, and, and that's why the meal prep requires water. Yeah. Water is not filling at all. Yeah, beer, yeah. beer is going to get you feeling bloated, a lot of empty carbs. And- cl- closest thing to water we're going to have, you know, there might be some Michelob Ultra in the, uh, <laughs> in, 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 in the beer cooler. That's that's about as close to water as we going to get. Uh. But, but but that's pretty much it. Now, now, shout out to my cousins because I'm, I'm trying to get back to it, but I don't, I don't think it's going to I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen this year. But, uh, my cousins one year for Thanksgiving, they wanted to come. They they came. It was like you know what they asked, what, what do you want to bring? They said you know you bring some beer. They brought a case of Colt forty five. Now you you've been to my crib. Timeout. No no no. Timeout. I'm 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 gonna grant you your timeout. I have to ask one question for clarification uh-huh. purposes. You did actually say the word beer, right? Yes. Not just get something to drink. Yes. Okay. I, I, we said okay. beer. Okay. Now, you, you know me. You know where we live presently. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we live, this is, ain't no need to hide. This is suburbia. Absol- we, we, absolutely. We, 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 People we, have yards and driveways. Yeah, yards, driveways, and, 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 and lots and lots of white folks. Mm-hmm. So I, I will admit, in a moment of transparency, <laughs> when they brought the Colt 45 into the house, my first initial reaction was a little bit bougie. <laughs> like for real this is what you bringing and then they crack one and another mm-hmm. and, and another now I, I will admit it had been a long time since a brother had had some malt liquor an ice cold Billy and I, exactly next thing you know probably one of the greatest Thanksgivings ever <laughs> we killed that case man whole family we was just out there like you know what 
let's just throw caution into and now we just now, go in yeah, exactly that's what we did mm-hmm. and, and and granted now this is this is probably good 10 11 12 years ago from now. and we've never done it since but we sit there like hey you remember that one thanksgiving y'all brought the case of that code 45 and we were just now, in that joint just now here's my question uh-huh after a day of billy d's how do you feel the next day I, I will say, although I, I had my fair share, I, I thought I handled myself well <laughs> where there was no after, there was no true after effects. Like, I, you know, you know, I wasn't out there just going crazy, but I, you know, I, I had more than one or two or three, <laughs> but, but still it was just like. You know, maybe it, it was the excitement slash the, the nostalgia of it, because I, I feel like malt liquor, it at the risk of being a bad influence. I feel like if there was alcohol made for people who are not of age to drink alcohol, that's what you would drink. You know, I'm not malt liquor. Yeah, that's not. I'm not telling. I don't think I'm anyone, not telling the kids that, to go out there and drink. I don't think anyone should drink malt liquor ever. I think that's an untapped market. Name one good thing about malt liquor: the price. Touche. Uh, that's what it starts with. No, it, okay. I'll, I'll put, name I'm, two I'm, good things about malt liquor. Look, we only got two hours of show. All right, I, 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 I'll try and think of one before the end of the show, <laughs> and uh, I, I, you know, it might come at the most random moment in the show. But I do. Uh, but, but I've, I've always had this idea, this this idea in my head because I, because as we drive through all these little gentrified neighborhoods in the city now, and you see all these breweries uh, popping up. I always wonder why nobody tried to brew malt liquor. That might be. That's gonna be how I, you know, when I, when I finally get when I finally uh, win Mega Millions or whatever, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start my own malt liquor company, but I'm gonna be a little bit more responsible. I'm gonna put the money into the hood. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna I'm gonna take all the money that I make off off the people. And I'm gonna put it back in uh, scholarships and stuff and build schools and neighborhoods. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this segment has officially been brought to you by Black Dynamite and Anaconda Malt Liquor. Anaconda Malt Liquor makes you woo. Uh, did you ever see? Did you ever see that uh, that that Chris Rock movie uh, Top Five? <laughs> yes, unfortunately, I did. Hammy Malt Liquor. <laughs> Get that Hammy Malt Liquor. Hammy a malt. <laughs> Or 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 or, or, uh, or uh, the Wayans brother, the episode of the Wayans brothers, job oh. malt liquor. Um, I'm gonna go get me a job. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! That, All right, before uh, we get off the rails, uh, I, I, I have oh, to uh, ask too, you. Too late. <laughs> let me ask you though, seriously. One thing you're thankful for this year? Um, always thankful for family. You know, I'm I'm a big family dude. You know, I love my family, love my wife, love all four of my kids. Always thankful for family. You know, every year I can come, you know, we can sit around the table and I can see all four of my kids. Or at least at least know that all four of my kids and my wife are doing well. That's a good thing because, you know, sometimes now now that I got grown kids, they might not be here. They might not be around for every holiday, but I'm thankful for family. That's good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 
everything you said is good. Uh huh. But what I'm thankful for. Oh, what, what you got? Is that one o'clock on Sunday? Yes. We're gonna have Ravens and 49ers. That's, that's gonna be good. No. But but you mm-hmm. know before we get into the game, mm-hmm. see here's the thing. Okay. The last time Ravens and 49ers was this good. Super Bowl. It was a hard bowl mm-hmm. with both Harbaugh's coaching. Yep. And the 49ers were the team with the mobile quarterback. Mm-hmm. And the Ravens were the team with the with pocket the, passer and a dominant defense. Times have changed. Now we're looking at it completely opposite. The Ravens are the team with the mobile quarterback. Mm-hmm. And the 49ers mobile quarterback. Just had a workout a couple weeks ago oh in Atlanta. Boy. Yeah, so you see hey, what you I did. To, you see what I did to you there. You yeah, thought I was yeah, going to talk about the I, game. I, I did. <laughs> I did. Mm-hmm. So now I started to ask you this before the show, but mm-hmm. we didn't really get into it. Okay. Colin Kaepernick. Oh boy. The, yep. the quarterback with that was the quarterback of the 49ers the last time they made that Super Bowl run Mm -hmm. and Baltimore versus San Francisco actually meant as much as it's going to mean on Sunday. Yes. What were your thoughts about the Colin Kaepernick workout? We haven't had a chance to talk since that all took place. Uh, I... uh. Honestly, I didn't think much. I, I I thought that the NFL was doing just enough to say, hey, we did something. And to me that's pretty pretty much what it was. I think you know, I I've said all along my opinion of Colin Cap of how this whole thing started. Mm-hmm. was that I felt like Colin Kaepernick took a social stance mm-hmm. that the NFL then turned into a political stance. Mm-hmm. And everything now, that... Now, was it actually the NFL that yes. turned it into a political yes. stance? Yes. Or was it politicians that turned it into a political no, think, stance and the NFL responded by not wanting I, to cross certain politicians? I, I think the NFL in acquiescing said politicians okay turned it into okay. all right so we're on the same page to a, politi- a political stance I, I thought that since day one the nfl has done everything that they can to control this narrative and to define this situation mm-hmm. to define colin kaepernick's efforts to define what he was doing to define why he was doing it mm-hmm. and i just felt like this was mo- this was more the same whereas even if you want to consider this an olive branch or whatever they're offering, hey, hey, you know what? We understand where things have gone. We'll help. This is what we'll do. Mm-hmm. And it was like as you sat back and you watched it all take place, it was just. It ended up just being more of the same. To me, it, it's just. What do you mean when you say it was more the more of the same? You think? It was more of the NFL trying to. It was like, hey, we will help you, but in the end, we're still trying to control this narrative. This is going to be how we, you know. All right. Let's see. Now, I hear that point. I'm glad you said that Mm -hmm. because you're absolutely right. The NFL is trying to protect, to control the narrative. Mm -hmm. 
Is that anything new for the NFL? Is it new? Is no. that new? No. That stand. Matter of fact, I'll say it, that is standard operating procedure for the NFL. Mm-hmm. When you when you play in the NFL, you work for the NFL. You actually have you sign on to do two jobs. Mm-hmm. One, play on the field, coach on the field, be a GM, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And number two, which is probably the most important one to you, keeping your paycheck, protect the shield. That one is more important, is just as, if not more important to you, keeping your paycheck than the other ones. Yeah, but I think how I, I think the direction or I guess I question how much this was protecting the shield. I understand that they will. Pro- they think that that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. That's how this is what they believe that they're doing because this because like you said this is what they've always done mm-hmm. it's always been about protecting the shield but when you're looking at I think looking at this you know big picture I don't know if they've necess- if that's necessarily what they're doing I understand that's what they call it that's what they believe uh, oh, they're doing whether or not it's going to actually have the desired effect that remains to be mm-hmm. remains to be seen uh, well, you're I, absolutely right about that I, I we think, don't know whether or not it's actually going to work in protecting the shield but i guess in, in but the, we have to see that that is what they're trying to do that's what they say they're doing that's what this is that's what this is supposed to this is what they believe they're doing what whatever mm-hmm. you know to me it it was this this hasn't changed you know, it, it it doesn't change anything. No, nothing is changing. You know, in in the eyes of people with opinions on this, you know, it, it's more the same. It, now, I guess that for me is kind of what my reaction to the whole thing was. It was that I don't actually expect it to change anything. Mm-hmm. Going into this whole thing, I was of the opinion that. Colin Kaepernick, A, was never going to play in the NFL again, and B, that I'm not actually sure he wants to play in the NFL again as much as at this point he enjoys being able to use the NFL to maintain his platform for his other endeavors. At this point, I'm not saying that was his original intention, but at this point right now, and I've already dis- previous shows with previous conversations. I've discussed the point about once it goes, once it becomes litigious. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anybody in any industry sue an employer and then go back to work well, for him. I, I guess I've well, never seen it happen. Well, I think honestly, part of that goes into narrative and the NFL's belief. The, the NFL in their efforts to always control the narrative. Mm -hmm. One thing in the conversation that I had that somebody clarified with me was Colin Kaepernick's issue with the NFL, legal issue with the NFL, was a labor dispute. Mm -hmm. It was a grievance. Yeah, it was a labor grievance. It was collusion. Yes, it's a grievance. Mm -hmm. Not not uh, It's a civil suit. It's not a criminal suit, but it is a lawsuit. There's a different... Well, I... Somebody broke down to me the difference, and the reason is no, well, no, well, the well, reason let, is let, the let me, let me, is because they settled it and it never actually went to the, trial. The, 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 but the point is, if anybody, if you work in a if you work in a industry 
that deals with labor unions. Mm-hmm. You have seen people file grievances against companies and then continue to work for them. I, you you okay. see it, that, but that's not what I said. Let, no, 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 no. I, I no, understand no, what you no, said. No, no, time out. Mm-hmm. I, I want to make one clarification. Mm-hmm. You said continue to work for them. Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. opted out of a contract mm-hmm. at because which he was going to get cut. We don't know that. Yes, we do. No, we yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, might have. He might have. There was no way they were going to keep oh, him. Oh, okay. He, he might have been traded. He might have been. A lot of stuff could have happened. Okay. That because before he opted out. There were teams, namely Denver, interested in a trade. They wanted him to rework the contract, but there was interest in a trade, which mm-hmm. was part of his thinking when he opted out, thinking he would get a better deal. He had re- teams showed interest, mm-hmm. and he had legitimate reason to think he could get a better deal when he mm-hmm. opted out. Now, whether or not the league colluded to keep him out, they probably did. Mm-hmm. We can't actually prove it. We don't know what went on in the hearing. Yeah, they probably did. Mm-hmm. But he's an ex-employee at that point. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about going back to work for a company after the grievance, not mm-hmm. continuing employer. Well, even that's now, the, I, I, but that's I, the but, one thing I wanted I, to clarify. I understand it. But, but, but to, to your point, mm-hmm. if you deal if you deal and work in industries with, that deal with labor unions, whether it's continue or go back to it. There have been times when, okay, there have been times, there have been grievances where a company might want to terminate an employee. Mm -hmm. Might even go as far as to say, hey, you're terminated. And you have, and the union goes on on your behalf. Mm -hmm. And that person is brought back. That person, you know, it. there have been situations where somebody continues to find employment or still find, or... Absolutely. In the in the end, that person mm-hmm. either finds work or continues to work after a grievance. Mm-hmm. I think that people say, "Hey, he sued. Why would anybody want to be with a? Why would anyone hire someone who sued them?" I think the difference that therein lies where you point out the difference between a grievance and a lawsuit. And, and I understand the difference. The, mm-hmm. I understand the difference. But if I ha- if I'm at the point. Where I have an employee, former employee, whatever it is, mm-hmm. who has shown themselves to be willing to become litigious, and I have them out of the company where I'm not being forced to rehire them. Mm-hmm. See, that's where the thing is with those litigations, those grievances that you're talking about, mm-hmm. the company didn't, they wanted to terminate those employees. And the results of whatever grievance, pretty much required them to bring the employee back. They didn't want to bring that employee back. The in the terms of in, Colin Kaepernick's grievance and the settlement did not force them to bring him back. Mm-hmm. They don't want to bring him back. Did, well, I don't know why anybody would think anything different is going to happen. That's where I think the difference lies. The terms of this grievance didn't force us to say where he has where he's part of the union, he was wrongfully terminated. Mm-hmm. He, that's not what Colin Kaepernick's grievance was. He opted out and claims he was co- they colluded against to get a new agreement because he was out of an agreement. Now at this point he's been settled with, they compensated him mm-hmm. and no one is forced to give him another agree- no, another no, agreement. Right. No no one is forced to give him an, another agreement. But I think that there, but to me, and this is where I talk about how nothing changes. Mm-hmm. I understand that I, I don't, I don't believe the whole narrative that Colin Kaepernick does not want to play football. 
anymore or does not want to play in the NFL. I don't believe. Okay. Okay. No, 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 no. Let me finish. I'll let, I'll let you speak. Let me let me make my point. Can, can I say one sentence just to be clear? It's not, it's not that. Okay. Just mm-hmm. so you understand mm-hmm. where I feel. Mm-hmm. Be clear. When I say he doesn't want to play, I don't mean like he doesn't want to play football at all. I just think he wants to do it on his terms, which is not an option with the NFL. Mm-hmm. So if he wants his terms versus the NFL's terms, you don't really want to play in the NFL. That's what I mean when I say he doesn't well, want to you know, play football. I, I th- well, then I think honestly, then I think then the NFL, I think the NFL has been a little bit less than than honest about about this. Then I think. I, oh, I'm not arguing that point. Okay, I mean, but the, then the problem, is, it, I think honestly, then this once this once again comes back on. I think this falls more on the NFL than it does Colin Kaepernick to say, okay, he doesn't want to go on the NFL's terms. What exactly are the terms that he does that that you believe that Colin Kaepernick has an issue with? Okay. What what what, All right. what, what, what okay. where? All right. No. For example, with with this specific this specific workout where things fell apart, mm-hmm. the NFL had a workout for him mm-hmm. at an NFL facility with twenty plus teams scheduled to attend. Mm-hmm. Now, this is, as I just mentioned, with an ex-employee who has proven himself willing to become litigious. Good business. Now, remember, this is a billion-dollar industry. Mm-hmm. It's for a for-profit business, mm-hmm. first and foremost, to the owners. To the players, it's a passion. It's a game they love. and it, But for the owners, it's a for-profit investment. It's a business. And you're dealing with someone who's proven to be litigious. Now, let me finish because I see the look on your face. Mm-hmm. If I'm bringing you in for a workout, I do want some sort of protection so that I know I'm not about to go down that whole same litigation grievance process I just came out of where I had to go in my pocket and pay you. Mm-hmm. That's me protecting myself and my then bottom line. That. That's good business. Then say that. But hold on. Let me finish. Mm-hmm. Hold on. So that was the waiver they wanted Kaepernick to sign. That is them saying that. No, it isn't because of the way they presented it. They did. They were. They were not honest about this. They were not honest because. No, 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 uh, let me, not honest with who? Not honest. With, not honest with the public. Not honest with Colin Kaepernick. They tried to present this waiver as if it was a standard waiver that everybody gets, and it wasn't. Okay, it's not a no, 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 no. I'm not interrupting, but you're saying it's not standard. That's mm-hmm. not a standard NFL waiver. Protecting yourself against litigation is standard business practice. I understand that. But what I am saying is if that is the case, if that's what they're doing, then you know what? You need to be more honest with that publicly and be more honest with that with Colin Kaepernick. And I'm saying the NFL did not do that. I'm saying the NFL. I'm saying the NFL. How are they dishonest with Kaepernick about wanting him to sign a waiver? Because they presented it as if it was the standard waiver that all players that take workouts get. And it wasn't. It wasn't. He he had his lawyers there, yes. He, he had his people yes, there, yes, and that's why he and did they, not. And they yes. were able to read the waiver, yes, and that's why he did not sign it. Okay, that's fine. That's because it was because this was because this is what they were doing. And then when he and then when he when he so, chose not so now, you, let me now let me finish mm-hmm. let, let me finish All right. because when he did not sign the waiver, they're trying they're trying to make it look like hey we're offering this olive branch to you. And now you're making all these crazy demands, and it's like, no, it's not. It is a crazy demand. No, 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 it's, it's absolutely not. a crazy. No, demand. it's not. It's absolutely all right. not. All right, John. It is a- John. Mike. John, hold on. Mm-hmm. If you like, let's say you, you filed a grievance against me, 
and I, I no, 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 stop. Let me finish. Mm-hmm. And you're not in a and you're in a position where I don't have to give you another job, mm-hmm. but you want to come back. And I'll say, okay, I'll give you an interview. I'll give you a tryout, but you have to agree not to sue me for that. That's all I'm asking. Is that fa- does that sound fair? If I'll give you this shot, but right, you have to agree you're, not you're, to sue like, me for giving you a shot. We we collu- we illegally colluded to keep you out of a job. We had to give you money because Did they? we don't, that has that has not no, yeah they look, settled. You, you do not settle if you, that's I, not true. That, yes, it is true. That's not true. I, I, business business settle. John, I, I, John, I, John, stop. John, stop. Because you're saying you're saying you're saying John, stop. Because you're saying a business won't settle if they didn't do something. That's not true. A business will settle if the settlement is less than what it would cost to take it to court. If litigating an issue costs more than settling, they will settle because it's good for the bottom line. It's there is more to reasons to settle than I, just it's I, about I under, something this wrong. This is not an issue of not understanding what you're saying. Understand this. I disagree with what you're saying, but it's not because I don't understand it. You know, there is no way that you are going to flip this in a way that's going to change my opinion. But, there, no, 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 no. But I'm I, asking I, you about facts. I understand you, you're you, asking you, me you about facts. You made a statement I, of fact. I, I, I understand that this is about facts. Where, where's this the proof not, they colluded? Where's the proof they colluded? What proof, what statement, what anything do you have that they colluded? You said it's a statement of fact. What fact? The point that I am trying to make is simple. I understand that. You, I, I, I understand that the settlement is not necessarily an admission of guilt. However, this is the fact the fact that they settled. The fact that they settled, you can say, all right, financially, it's a it affects it's better for their bottom line. But the fact of the matter is, if you if you're take if you take this litigation, if you go down this point, if you go down, if this is the road that you are going down, mm-hmm. then yeah, you know what? It's <laughs> it comes down. It 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 looks guilty. Yes, looking guilty and being guilty are two different things, though. It, yes, it looks guilty. Mm-hmm. It absolutely looks guilty. I'm not arguing mm-hmm. that. But you made a an absolute statement that they did something. I'm asking, where's your proof? I'm not the guy with the court. I mean, then you can't make an absolute statement that they did it. That's all I'm saying. Okay, it's it's like you can. It's likely that they did it. I believe they did it, but you'll never hear me say, "Yeah, they colluded." Okay, because I can't prove it. Okay, and that's all I'm asking. So if that if that if that is the case, and you're saying, "All right, you know what? We cannot say for a bona fide." 100% 100% fact that they colluded but the fact that but it there looks was bad. Still, it, it looks it, real it, bad it looks real bad the, to me at this point it still it looks worse on the NFL than it does Colin Kaepernick okay but I don't think the NFL cares okay you know why no I'm, I, I I totally understand that they don't care because but 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 this, in the in the end it's like okay that the fact that they don't care, but we're still at this point where they're putting together this workout for him, mm-hmm. that makes the whole thing even more disingenuous. Oh, whoever, I see. Now, see, that this is where I'm saying I don't understand why we're arguing. We're arguing because people like this show. <laughs> let, well, let me let me say what I'm saying though, because and I say that because I said from the start, I think the problem was. And, or I think at least one of the problems was that people actually expected this to do anything. My original position, you remember my original position is? They're never letting this dude back in the league. 
So if you look at this workout or anything else thinking the league is doing something other than what they've already shown you they're doing, you fooled yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the basis, the crux of my position is that I've always been of the position. Yeah, they're not, this dude's not getting another job. I well, I will. I will say this. I agree with you to an extent that I didn't believe that Colin Kaepernick will ever play in the NFL again. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's because I. I don't believe that it's because he does not want to play, and I don't believe that the the sticking points for Kaepernick dictate. That he did, that he want. I don't think Kaepernick wants to control the narrative as as desperately as the NFL is. Okay, but do you think he wants to play by the NFL's rules? I think, as far as the rules go, it's a moving goalpost. This no, is not. They always will be with the NFL. But then the NFL is a reactionary then, league, and no, we know it. Reactionary. They, rea- they re- react to public opinion all the time. Re- reactionary league, public opinion, whatever you want to call it. But it's not. If 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 that is the way that if you acknowledge that they're going to change, they're going to move the goalposts. They're going to change the rules as they go along. Then it can't just be all right. Colin Kaepernick doesn't want to play because he doesn't want to play by the NFL's rules. NFL keeps on changing the rules. Mm-hmm. And and but that's that's part of my my argument. Is that you know who the NFL is? Mm-hmm. You know they're about their image and mm-hmm. public perception, yeah. and, and, and you and, and, and you and you know and, that trying and, to and, stay, and, hold on, and, hold on. Okay. You also know that trying to stay in line with the NFL and what they want is a moving target, and that's what you sign up for when you do it. Mm-hmm. That's why they pay you millions because protecting that shield, quote unquote, mm-hmm. allows them to build the nine billion dollar revenue behemoth that they've become. Yeah. Well, in the in the end, when I heard about it, I didn't believe it. To me, I feel like Colin Kaepernick took due diligence on his behalf. He did what he what he had to do to protect his own brand, and I understand that. And, 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 and I understand that. Yeah, I understand that his brand that this it, it can it, it can and will never be one man's brand. Over the league, exactly. I, I I understand and, and, and that. That's number one. With mm-hmm. the, that's why the league is the behemoth it is because they, mm-hmm. unlike the NBA, but the NBA is great as it is and the way it markets its stars mm-hmm. and everything. Think about how fans follow the NBA. Mm-hmm. They follow you don't, by, you by don't have Cleveland fans. You have, you have LeBron, LeBron fans. fans. No, when LeBron went to Miami, they're Miami fans. When he goes back to Cleveland, they're Cleveland fans. When he goes to LA, they're LA fans. Weren't no more Bulls fans after Jordan retired. Exactly. No, but, 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 and the NFL is doing the the best they can to make sure it always stays about the name on the front of the jersey versus mm-hmm. over the name on the back of the jersey. I, so, and they will get rid of you to make sure they do that. That is part of protecting the shield. Mm-hmm. The league is more important than any one player. And you can and and, you, and, and, you, and, and you can say all this. I'm and, not saying they're right for it. No, either. no, I understand. But it's like, you know, football is football. Mm-hmm. You know, we gonna love football. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, I, I as as much as this whole thing bothered me, and it bothered me from day one. Mm-hmm. I was never one to. I I didn't boycott watching games. And I knew people who did, and, and that, I respected people but, who but did. But that's why the league doesn't have to care, because you know, you know, their fans are going to keep watching. You know what? And, and 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 it's like I had always said, and I, I will say for two years, two entire seasons, mm-hmm. I said, you know what? You know, I'm 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 gonna I I can't stop watching football. Say you know whatever that means about me. Say whatever, because mm-hmm. I do believe that 
the NFL colluded to keep Colin Kaepernick out of the league. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I'm, I I can't boycott. You know, and, 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 and that's but, why I say but, they don't need him. No, he's but, replaceable. No, I understand. I, I understand that. Which but, is why if they but, if but he wants, I'm, which, but I'm, that's I'm, 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 I'm trying to make it. Right, go uh, ahead. Uh, go. Uh, I'm uh, I'll come back. I'll let you finish. I'll come back. All right. Uh, the thing that I did, and for two seasons, I am buying NFL merchandise. Okay. I said, you know what? This is this will be. I understand they don't care about me, but this is going to be my stance. The NFL will not get any of my money. So you didn't get any Eagles Super Bowl mer- merchandise? Nope. All my Super Bowl merch got sold by Brother Khalif right outside of Forte. Uh, some of the brother that was selling the, the shirts and stuff mm-hmm. uh, outside. The get- I don't know uh, if he wants you saying his name on air, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was an alias. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, but that, I mean, but honestly, yes. Eagles won the Super Bowl. I bought no official okay. NFL merchandise for two seasons, two entire seasons. I did not buy any merchandise. No like, tickets. No, no going down any games. No games. No w- didn't go anywhere that had uh d- didn't go anywhere that had Sunday ticket. You know. Okay. It's like I, I like we're not a Nielsen family. So if I watch it on television, they're not tracking your rating. You're not. I mean, but although with cable, with digital, they know everybody's watching. They know everybody's watching, but still, in television, as as much as technology is changing, Nielsen is still the straw that stirs the drink. Oh, I know. Yeah. So, but that, but to me, I'm like, okay, that's my stance, and I understand that it's, uh, you know, it's not even a drop in the bucket. Mm-hmm. You but know, you took a stance. But that that's my stance, and it's like, look, I'm not going to criticize people. You know. I'm not going to criticize people who stop watching pro football, you know, if that's what you do. And I, I know, uh, good. I have a coworker, good friend of mine, father, diehard Eagles fan, was pissed off with the way that they uh, treated Kaepernick, mm-hmm. decided to boycott the league. What happens? Eagles go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> he didn't watch the game. You know, mm-hmm. and, it, and this is this is, and what I'm talking about, this is a man. This is my my man who's our age. Mm-hmm. This is his father. So who's been so years? Yeah. And Eagles goes to the Super Bowl. He won't watch. He won't watch because and, and it's like to me, it's like I respect that, and I, I respect that as well. I, and like not, if yeah. you have a real position, real beliefs on the matter, stand talk, yeah, stand yeah, true yeah. to those, stay true to those. Yeah. I respect that. And, and it was like to me, and, and I felt bad. I felt bad, but but, 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 but but my thing is this: like as we noted, Kaepernick is replaceable. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you're Kaepernick. No matter how big of an athlete's ego you think you, how good you think you are, mm-hmm. how good you actually are as a player, you have to understand everyone in the NFL is replaceable. Yeah. You also have to understand the name on the jersey is always on the front of the jersey mm-hmm. is always going to be more important than the name on the back of the jersey in NFL. Agreed. These are things you have to understand. Agreed. Now. As I mentioned before, and I know, and this be clear, it was a grievance, not like a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. But he's out of a job, and he's an employee who's proven himself to be litigious. Mm-hmm. So my point is this: simple. For everyone to think expecting him to just get a job, or thinking the the NFL is doing the wrong thing by asking him to sign this grievance, they know they're in the power position mm-hmm. because they know the front of the jersey is more important than mm-hmm. the back. They know that three weeks from now, we're going to be talking about playoff chase and potential Super Bowl matchups and not care about Colin Kaepernick and what's going on with him. He's not in the league, and the further we get removed from it, mm-hmm. the less they reason they have to care. 
So if they're going to take a take a chance and potentially open themselves up to future litigation for a player they don't need, they're going to try to protect themselves. Whether or not they were honest with the fans or honest without us about it, mm-hmm. it's not something Kaepernick should have been surprised by. No. It's not so- and if Kaepernick really wanted to work out and try to get back in the league, it should have been something he expected to have to deal with. I, 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 that's I, my point. Honestly, I, and I think it was. And I think that's why he was able to take the steps that he did. Now, if this now further pushes him, if he was on way on the outside looking in mm-hmm. to begin with, if this now pushed him, not you know, not even not as he not only is he on the outside looking in, he's now on the next property over. Yeah, you're across the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah they got a restraining order. You can't be within a hundred feet. And, and I guess at at this point. You know, it. I think once the once the parameters of what he was, what was being asked of him to get to this point, once once everything was made clear, I, I I don't think this was an issue of Colin Kaepernick not understanding the situation. But he, but I don't think it's not that he didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. I just think he he knew what he understood what it was, mm-hmm. and he didn't want to deal with it. Which is why I say if you don't want to deal with the NFL, you don't want to play in the NFL. We know what they're going to do. We're, we're acting like this is a charitable or this is not a charitable organization. No, no, I don't think there's, they're, don't they're think in this it to necessary. make themselves yeah. money. Mm-hmm. No, I, I understand. And I think in the, in the end, it brings us back to where we started. Where it, I don't think this changed the view of anybody who had an opinion on this, which is why I originally didn't want to talk about Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> and I think that's, it brings us I, back. I, but I we, but I haven't we had a great discussion about it? Uh-huh. But it brings us back to actually to where we both started. Okay. Because you say it didn't change anything, mm-hmm. and I say no one should have expected it to change anything. Uh, I, okay. I, I think, honestly, the only pe- I think people, People who who have an everyday interest in sports, like you and I, we we are sports fans. Absolutely, you know. Every now and then, we might prove that we know something a little. We know a little something <laughs> about this sports thing. Like every once I, in a while, like you. Well, I, 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 for lack of a better term, you smelled a rat as soon as this came up, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, me too. What I'm saying, like now, there. Maybe the casual fan or people who are people who have some uh, like a knowledge of Colin Kaepernick's his social stance. Like, oh my God, he, I don't. This- I'll put it this way mm-hmm. for you: when the, when the workout was announced, mm-hmm. myself, James Lewis mm-hmm. from Lance J Radio, mm-hmm. and our friend Pat Green, who's our business manager. Okay, we have a text chain. Y'all, y'all got you got a whole team, man. I'm- and. Our t- it, it's me tooting and, and Aton. <laughs> that's that's my team. And so, Pat, are, we're, we're, Pat asks us, "What do you guys think about this Colin Kaepernick workout?" And this was maybe what a, they announced it on a Monday or Tuesday. They announced it on a Tuesday, so this was Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, somewhere in there. And my my reaction was simple: Ask me on Sunday after the workout when nothing changes, when he still doesn't have a job. That was my reaction to it. And for all the reasons I laid out, mm-hmm. and honestly, for all the reasons you laid out too, mm-hmm. 
it just adds to my what if you expected something different you're fooling yourself because mm-hmm. the no, league doesn't want to bend to anyone no. and colin kaepernick's at a point where it's like i don't think he wants to bend to the league after everything he's had mm-hmm. to deal with which is wh- so which is why i say when i make the statement he doesn't want to play mm-hmm. i don't th- i'm not saying he doesn't enjoy playing football okay i'm saying he doesn't want to actually be an employee of the NFL, given the circumstance and the environment and mm-hmm. everything they they would I, ask of I, him. I think in, I think I, I believe, and this is strictly opinion. I think that history will reflect well on Colin Kaepernick, most likely, and. I th- I think the NFL will end up on the wrong side of that history when it's all said and done. Also, I, again, I, I, most like that's mo- that, also and, again and most likely that's, true. That's just opinion, you know. But and I agree with you on those. And I, I guess because, but no, no, let me let me let me make my point. Okay. Because I believe I agree with you, but I'm. I struggle to find a better way to articulate it because I don't like the way it sounds. <laughs> I, yes, I feel like, you know, Colin Kaepernick does not want to play in the NFL. He doesn't want to play by their rules. I, 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 think, he wants, I think he wants to play pro football. Yes. I don't think he wants to play in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, like I, if, if there were a like a real competitor to the NFL, not like the CFL or XFL or something. Yeah. Like if they were a true competitor, like the way the ABA and the NBA used well, to be, yeah. if there were a true ABA mm-hmm. to today's NFL, like mm-hmm. if they were an AFL, like a real AFL, mm-hmm. like before the merger, yeah. two real leagues, he'd be playing in the NFL and mm-hmm. happy. Yeah. He, I, when I say he doesn't want to play, I mean he doesn't want to play in the NFL. Well, he, because he, when you take a job as an NFL player, you sign up to play on the field and you sign up to protect the shield. I, I guess I just, I just feel like the, now the, the, the the connotation that comes with saying, you know, he just doesn't want to play by the NFL's rules. Like I, I, I that's I, not me saying the NFL's rules are righteous. Yeah, no, no, I, I understand it, and that's that's. I guess that's the point that I'm <laughs> like, you know what? I, I guess I should have made that distinction. Yeah, no, I'm no, not it's saying not, the NFL is in the righteous position. No, no, I, I get it. I'm They're just, just in the power position. Yeah. And, and to me, it's just like, all right, because I feel like when it's all said and done, I think the, I think history will say, hey, here is a man who tried to take a social stance mm-hmm. that the NFL punished him for. But, and, and that's okay. Like, no, no, uh, no, no. Cause I, I want to make a comparison real quick. Muhammad Ali, he didn't want to play by their rules. So he sat out, but he was, he, he didn't say, Oh, well, well, he did say they're keeping me out, but he was out about it. Like, look, these are the rules I don't want to play by. I'm not going to play by those rules. I accept that. So I'm out. Yeah. And, and I guess, and, and here's the thing about it. And, 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 and that's just what I want from everybody. Let's be honest about what our position is. I guess, on, and if, if we're going to be honest, because I think that, that is a good analogy, because I feel like there are certain people who have a problem with comparing Colin Kaepernick to Muhammad Ali. And I think part of that is because they remember, th- when they think of Muhammad Ali, they think of the last 30 years. 
the champ, the, the champ, the, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, the boisterousness. Yes, and that that's what they think about. And even the under, picture of yeah, looking down even, with his hands and up in and the and ring. Even, and even when it comes to the, the, you know, once Parkinson's really took over his body and his, mm-hmm. you know his, his his the last twenty years of his life, the and last the fig- sympathetic figure. Mm-hmm. The that's what that's what they remember. Not the outspoken yeah, po- political social like, activist. When you, when you think about. Who Ali was when he was going through, you know, he was activist. He was yeah. outspoken. Yeah. When you think about like what, it's like okay. he took an unpopular social position. Mm-hmm. But the, but the problem, the issue is, and that, that's what kills me about when people try to have a have an issue with with Colin Kaepernick because it's like they they take his stance and they incident they say it's anti cop. It's anti-military. It's anti-flag. And then when you say, "Hey, you know, Colin Kaepernick will be compared to Muhammad Ali," oh no, that's not true. What, what? Those are the same. Those are very similar yeah, to the things yeah, they said about exactly. Ali at the time. Muhammad Ali opposed the war. And, and, and now with Kaepernick, it's, it's, let's let's, well, let's well, be well, fair. But, the, but, the one hold thing, on, what, there are two one, things I'll criticize right, with Kaepernick. Before you get to your two points, let me make this one point out, and I will concede, I'll, I will mm-hmm. uh, give you give you the floor floor back. But it's like you look at how we define patriotism in this country now. Whereas if somebody said, if somebody came out against a war now, the criticism they would refu- they would get. You think about uh, that. See, I disagree. I disagree completely because people will come out against the war all the time mm-hmm. now. But Whereas now- in, in Ali's day, it was compl- considered completely un-American to come out against the war. I think, uh, honestly, I think the only difference now is that both sides are a little bit louder. In the sense that, you know, there, if you come out against a war now, there will be more people that have your back. But there's still going to be a whole lot of people calling you un-American, calling you unpatriotic. But I, I don't know because people have been coming out against the wars in Afghanistan, mm-hmm. the Middle East. Yeah, people have been talking. Yeah. Yes, and one side, and, and there was one. There will be one side that says, "Yeah, you know what? You're right. This is wrong. We shouldn't do this." And there's other people who say, "Why do you hate the troops? Why do you hate America?" But and I think over, especially over the last ten years, that discussion has shifted to being what should America stand for, rather than being you hate the troops. I don't think in today's culture. Anybody looks at it as you hate the troops as much as people are looking at it as we hate the politicians that sent the troops. I I, I think a lot of times now, people I, I will say because I because this is not the you know, this is not necessarily the point that we're we're debating. Mm-hmm. But I think people try people use that. They, they try to interchange that. Whereas, like, you can say, hey, you know what? I oppose this war. I oppose what it stands for. I oppose, you know, mm-hmm. and there are people who, who will put the troops in front of their argument. Like, hey, you know what? I hear what you're saying, but instead, I think you're hating on the troops. And that's usually not a genuine argument in my experience. Oh, oh, yeah. That's yeah. usually something more so that comes from someone who feels I'm about to lose this argument, so I'll just say you hate the troops. Okay. And, and, mm-hmm. You know, it's when, one when, of those things. Yeah, but I it, mm-hmm. it's kinda like saying somebody called me a racial slur when I'm about to get in trouble. You know? Like I, I'm out of hope. Ooh, what can I say to get me out of trouble? Ooh, he called me the N word. Well did he? Nobody heard it. Nobody seen it. 
nobody said I told him anything about it for a week. But now I'm about to get in trouble. So, yeah, he called me the N-word. I don't know. But it looked like he was kind of racist. No, I'm just, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm joking. Um, you know good well what I'm talking Heck, about with I, that I, one, I too. Hey, look, let's take a real quick break. You want to talk about that real quick? Cause it's, this is what happens when we don't do a show for a couple of weeks. We got stuff. We got stuff. We got stuff exactly. I got stuff. Pits up. I didn't even want to talk about Captain. I wanted to talk about food. <laughs> I brought this man in here with to talk about some Thanksgiving dinner. This man got me over here talking about Kaepernick. I like Kaepernick and everything. Didn't want to talk about. Didn't want to talk about him this week. <laughs> but it's all good. Hey, you tell us what you think. All right, tell us. Hit us up on Twitter. Tell us how you think I'm right and you think Mike is wrong. If you, you know, if, if you go the other way on this thing, don't talk to us at all. Um, <laughs> o underscore D underscore discourse. We'll be right back on offense, defense, and discourse. You feeling this podcast? To hear this and more, go to soundcloud.com slash B-I-T-W sports or on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and search Best in the World Sports. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. The construction Tims are classic in Philly they and are. New York. They are. Connecticut. James Lewis. I've never been to Connecticut, man. Connecticut, Jersey, you definitely from Uptown, New York. You definitely Manhattan, from New York if you shout it out Connecticut. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Most of my family, they never graduated high school, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I see the future is really bright for me. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. To buy your home, you became a house-hunting ace. Learned about loans, scoured neighborhoods, and asked the right questions. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. The following is a production of the Lance J Radio Network and Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. The opinions and views expressed are certainly those of the host and do not represent the views of Lance J Radio Network or NBC Sports Radio. All right, everybody, we are back. Thanks for sticking around during the break. We got a little carried away in segment one, but it was fun. It was fun. No, it wasn't fun. Well, you know it was. (laughs) I I, I, I ain't going to say it wasn't fun. You know, it's a good time of year, though. You you brought up fun. I have told you about it. I I have. There's something I love about sports. Something small that I, I like about sports that I just, I feel personally, I don't get enough of. Telling me I was right about sports? No, no, I, I, that, that'll never be fun. And I try not to do it. But then you make it easy to not have to tell you you're right about sports. <laughs> but uh, I love weekday afternoon college basketball. It's, it's a rarity. Tournament time. Yeah, it, it, you know, the, the preseason college basketball tournaments. Your Thanksgiving tournament, yes. like your Maui's. And, yes. Yeah. Well, you had the one. What's the one they have at the very beginning of the year? The um, the tip off. Um, the one yeah, they had this year with yeah. all the, the four best top mm-hmm. four teams yeah. played the beginning of the year. They had it, that one. Then you get your Thanksgiving tournament. Exactly. I I love them. I love them, and I love back when. Uh, I don't think ESPN does it anymore. But ESPN used to do the twenty four hours of college basketball. Mm-hmm. 
I love that. I think you know they have some. I think they still do it, but I think they you know it's on one of the ESPN U's. Yeah. Yeah. They, they they don't they don't they don't ES- hype it up like they e- used to. It's on ESPN fifty seven now, yeah. so of course. But I I love that. To me, I've always loved it. I I used to just the whole concept of coming home from school and there being college basketball on. Mm-hmm. That used to excite me. I used to love the Maui Invitational. I got into a conversation with somebody on Twitter about this because they were talking about uh, the Maui Invitational versus the Great Alaskan Shootout. And I used to say, I love the Maui Invitational because it would be on at like three in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. You come home from school, it's college ball on it. And there's enough college ball to last you oh, until the, Maui, the evening. Yeah, the Maui would start showing games at what, like one in the afternoon yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. Like and right that, after lunch, mm-hmm. basketball. You coming home? You know, you you get home from school. You know, and, and and like do your little, you know, do my little bit of homework. And I got the TV on. I got college basketball, and it ain't even always. And it's not even like it's 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 scrub teams. Like you gonna come home, watch she Wallace, and you know. I, she mm-hmm. in North Carolina. Oh yeah, it's always Can, a good you know them Kansas teams, them old school Kansas teams, them old school uh, Georgetown teams. I, I hate to throw a damper on, on your party. What's up? But it's about the money. Yeah, oh, and, and, yeah. they, and they're going to make their money yeah. by putting the best teams on. Yeah, that's you fine. Know, these te- these tournaments need ratings. Give me, hey, look, that once you get so that's good for us. Yes, oh, that's not something I, to complain about. No, oh no, no. In this oh. sense, them being about the money is good oh, for us. Yeah, that means they have to give us a better product, and that means when you get home from school, mm-hmm. or like I, I, I was always a TV mate, a TV production major. Okay, so my high school had a TV station, and you could take a program that was called Career Study. And when you're in the career study program, that means you spend at least the last three or four periods. It was your choice at in the program that you wanted. Mm, so okay. I was in the TV program. So that meant I had access to a television pretty much right after lunch my whole senior year. <laughs> so I'm coming home, you know, Maui invitation. I'm watching the whole damn thing. There you go. You know, I'm at school. You know, March Madness coming around. What? With it, get my get my little lunch, come back to the you know, I'm watching games, and remember my senior year. Uh, goodness, was that? No, that was that was the year. Okay, because I'm I'm trying to think. My senior year was the year after the Fab Five, so what you know Weber had already gone into the league, okay. but but it was still you know the, the other four was still there. You know, North Carolina still had Montrose and all so, them. You see, I'm, you see, I'm doing calculations yep. in my head. I'm not going to say any years on the air of no, what your senior year see. was. Well, look, I'll, but, but, I know the num- but I know the numbers. Bro- brother like me is old. I'll say it. All right. My, se- my senior year of high school was ni- yeah. I know the numbers because I'm old, too. <laughs> 1994 was my oh, senior oh, year of high school. Yeah. You said the year after the Fab Five. Mm-hmm. year after Weber left. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember that. Did you always like the Fab Five? I know, and I know this is not what we planned on talking about uh, this we, segment. This is why it's our show. We mm-hmm. can talk about whatever we want. Mm-hmm. There's no producer in my ear it's, telling me to get back to the, yeah, the subject. We can yeah, talk about we, we don't need that. We could go on whatever tangent we want. Okay. Now, I'm going to say this about the Fab Five. Mm-hmm. They were fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I was never a fan of Jalen Rose as a point guard. Mm-hmm. That's because that was your position. It was my position, but... 
watching him play it, he was eff- effective as a college point, mm-hmm. not a great point. Mm-hmm. In the pros, he should have been off the ball altogether. He yeah. was he was a pro. He ended up going, and, and, and he, that's, and that's and he, where he ended and up he going. He eventually ended up going off the ball. But I think he could have been far better throughout his career had he been off the ball the whole time. I, like for me, because when I talk about when I talk about college basketball, mm-hmm. now I've always said that I, I've always been I've always liked the entire city six. Mm, of course, but my team was always Temple. Fair enough. Temple was Temple's my school. I like Villanova. Mm-hmm. I cheer for Villanova. I want Villanova to win. But if it's Villanova, if versus, it's Villanova Temple, versus Temple, I'm cheering for Temple. I got you. But first two years of the – in fact, the two years of the Fab Five in the tournament, they beat Temple. Mm-hmm, I remember. Beat Temple in the first round in uh, that first year, the freshman year. And I believe it was the Sweet 16 the next year. Mm-hmm. So, like, I like them, but they beat my squad. You know – that was, you know, that was my team. You know, y- y'all beat my team, and it's like I liked everything about the Fab Five. You know, I like their swag. I like their, you know, you know they, I like the fact that they they used to play in the, the ball heads, the, the ball baggy heads. shorts, and all and, that. And, 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 and they played in the Barclays. I love the, mm-hmm. the that 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 version of the Charles Barclays, the black ones. Now, can I be honest? What's up? I had those Barclays. Me too. They were horrible to play basketball. Yeah. <laughs> they were horrible to play basketball. Well, okay. I shouldn't say it. They were horrible for guards to play basketball. Because they were it's, big and clunky. It's a, it's a big man shoe. Yeah, they're big and clunky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I understand. No, I, I, I get you. It was a big man shoe. I, I, I get you. I just thought they were cool. Oh, I, I love the shoe. Mm-hmm. They were absolutely yeah, they, yeah, cool. It was a nice shoe. And, and no, it sucks. <laughs> and no, it sucks. Nike never came back out with those in, in my size. I know I tell my age. I also <laughs> tell my shoe size. I wear a size 16 shoe. Sixteen or seventeen, and whenever they've come, they've reissued those shoes. They usually stop at like thirteen or fourteen. I'm like, you're killing me. Oh, you got to get on, like, on the Nike website. Yeah, or something uh, to see if you I can stay order. on the Nike website. That's that's they my just problem. don't give them to yeah, you. Yeah, they just don't give them to me. I'm always I'm on a Nike website. Look, first of all, I'm I'm telling on myself, and this is how I know that my wife isn't home. <laughs> Because if my wife heard me down here I, talking about sneakers, I she'll be every, down. I hope everyone notices how his tone of voice shifted to almost a whisper while telling this story, mm-hmm. even though, as he says, his wife is not here. <laughs> he still shifted his tone to a whisper. Let me t- <laughs> let, let, let That's me, true let, fear. Let, first of all, we sitting down here. And we we just sat here and yelled at each other over Kaepernick <laughs> for almost forty minutes. Mm-hmm. We shifted the conversation shifted to sneakers. You talk about Nike website. Nike, oh, it was, oh, oh, it's like Nike. we're it's like we're talking golf now. Yeah, Hush yeah, falls yes. over the crowd. I check out the Nike website all the time. Inclu- look, I could show you my phone and show you my eBay saved lists. and all the different types of sneakers that I have saved, so I can just come up like oh. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. I, I, I don't. I guess I don't necessarily. I don't know if it, I like sneakers. I've, I I am a fan of sneakers, but I also admit I have four kids, mm-hmm. so I have to be calculated on oh, my which, per, on my, which ones you invest in. Yeah, I I, I do like sneakers. But, you know, I, I try to be somewhat responsible as a father. So I'm not going to go out and, you know, buy $250 sneakers and then my kids is eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for for a week. 
kids like peanut butter. They'll be all right. That, that is true, though. They will be okay. They'll exactly. think you're the coolest dad ever. Like, Dad, let us eat peanut butter and cereal every day. <laughs> like, what are we having for dinner, Dad? We're going to have these Lego My Eggos again. Some Frosted Flakes? Yeah. Oh, Dad's the best. That's the greatest. That's yeah. the greatest. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. That's right. the point. And, and then we're going to go to Ross, and we're going to get <laughs> your sneakers. Exactly. And then Daddy's going to get hit. Just no. make sure their sneakers have lights on them, and you're good. Oh. <laughs> Now, I, I will. I will distract them with the lights. I, I will say this to my children's credit, especially my sons. My sons are the oldest. Mm-hmm. To my sons' credit, neither of them have ever been really enamored with expensive sneakers. Like they like cool looking sneakers, but I I have never had to spend a mint on their sneakers. See, they're, and now my they're old, better than me. Right, yeah. look, sixth grade. I got my first pair of Jordans. I had every pair of Jordans thereafter until I finished college. Some of them I had in multiple colorways. Honestly, most of them I had in multiple colorways. And now see, up until 10th, 11th grade, I actually had an excuse though. I was in a different shoe size every two to three months. Literally every two to three months. Mm-hmm. At sixth grade, I got my first pair of Jordans. They were like a boy six and a half. Mm. By 11th grade, when I got those, they were a men's 11 and a half. 11 and a half or 12, somewhere there, same size I wear now. But that stretch, I was up a half size to a full size every mm. three around three months. So I always had like, yep, need some new shoes. Let's go. Yeah. Nope, these are getting tight. Let's get new, need the new Jordans. Mm-hmm. Now, now so. I, will, I will say this because, and maybe that probably leads to why I am the way I am now. Because I tell my children this. Not only did I have a job when I got my first pair of Jordans, mm-hmm. I had a car. <laughs> I had an apartment. <laughs> yeah, I, I had all of these things by the time. In fact, I don't... Jordan was out of the league when I got my first. <laughs> when I got my, uh, oh, uh, I think, I believe it was the Jordan twenties. Oh man, that was my first. My pair. first pair of Jordans were like it was like nineteen eighty nine, ninety no, somewhere in there. No, no, I, I, I like, and, and think, Jordan I, didn't even have a ring yet when I got my first pair. <laughs> now I was, I will say this now. I got my first pair of Jordans off the East Bay catalog. Remember the East Bay catalog? <laughs> that was the uh, East uh, Bay East was the Bay, business. East Bay was the work, man. You used to get that. That that replaced the old. Remember the old Sears catalog? They used to have mm-hmm. all the toys in it. You'd be excited for that. Nah, like when you become that East Bay. Let me get that East Bay catalog. I got that. I got my first pair of Jordans off the East Bay catalog. I ordered them COD. Can't even get COD. I ordered them COD. Cash on delivery. Let me explain that for all the millennials out there who don't know what that is, because I know now they just expect you to pay everything digitally. Yeah. You used to actually be able to order things and, and they then would pay for them you. when it deliver when they delivered. You had to give the people the delivery guy a check. Like mm-hmm. cash on, on delivery. delivery. You know, you, you did not give him a check. <laughs> thus, thus the word cash, cash on delivery. <laughs> you had uh, but the thing was, I took off from work. On the day that they said it was going to be there, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I could be home 
and get my joint because I didn't. I lived in East Baltimore. And you know what's fu- you, uh, no, you didn't want to leave the mother state. No, you're not exactly. But see, here's the thing, though. It's funny to me. Like me, like having the opposite experience. Like bass Jordans were always my ball shoes. Yeah. Like I get the brand new ones day one. I'm mm-hmm. playing in them that night. Those are my ball okay. shoes. So like now, remember getting Jordans when they first came out, mm-hmm. and they were like a hundred dollars a pop. Yeah. Seeing everybody going crazy when they re-release them now for two fifty, I'm laughing at people like. Yeah, if I go dig around in my closet, I still got the originals laying around somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Like, why would you spend two hundred fifty dollars? So, like that whole thing where people want to go spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on shoes now, mm-hmm. I don't have that in me. The excitement is gone because I went through that phase as a teenager. So, I I see a lot of my friends now go out like, yeah, I'm gonna get these new shoes, spend two hundred dollars on a pair. And I'm laughing at you like, why would you ever do anything like that? That seems ridiculous. And they're like, well, you was the one who used to. But yeah, but I paid maybe a hundred bucks, and one of my best friends was a manager at Foot Locker, so I got a nice forty percent discount. Y'all just out here wasting money. <laughs> so like, it's one of those things. Like, right. real, uh, real quick, the Jordan Fourteens. That was the first one I got. The white joints. <laughs> that was my first pair of Jordans. Oh man. The, the, you know, and, and and I ran them joints into the ground. Now I will say this. See, the, the problem with I, I like sneakers, but just like you said, you know, you like you you got you bought your Jordans, mm-hmm. and you instantly I, took them on the court. I was a baller. That I played balling. I, I do like to wear my Jordans. You know, I, I like to. You know, I, I there are people who buy those real nice. I, I can't buy real nice shoes and just keep them in the closet. It's mm-hmm. like to, for me because once again, I am a married man. I have a family. So if, if you're going to invest in a pair of shoes, you want to wear them. Yeah, I have to justify the purchase. Like, uh, you heard me whisper when I talked about buying <laughs> sneakers around my wife. Could you imagine what the the type of trouble I would be in if I spent? Now I I I, I will say this: I do draw the line. I, I've I've never paid other than other than that first pair that because the mm-hmm. casual and delivery and I got express uh express oh, delivered yeah, you, you pay yeah 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 cuz Jordans still were about a little over $100 at that point when but 20, I probably when the 20s came out they were 150 well this, this is the fourth well, I said this the, the 14s, 14s so it's still 125 they were 130 140 yeah but with with cuz the with, patent the patent leathers when I got them day 1 were 125 I remember mm-hmm. that cuz it came out on my birthday now I will say that senior I, I, year of high school I, I didn't like those. and I played ball in them that that night even if I, whether I paid for them or not my father would whoop my behind if I played ball in some jewelry. if now my father would never do that that's what I got them yeah. for I no, I, I played I, basketball. I feel you. I, I see, it, for me the Jordans. I actually got the Jordans because not because they were a fashion statement. Well, it was a fashion statement. Yeah. But I actually liked the way they fit my foot. Mm-hmm. They were extremely comfortable, like for the way they fit my fit my foot. So, and I've tried playing in a lot of different shoes, other Nikes, other other Reeboks, like the Iversons, and also. Adidas, Converse. I've played in every, you had a brand of shoes. I've played in all of them. Yeah, but mm-hmm. the Jordans specifically fit my foot well. Yeah, and if you mm-hmm. want to actually know, my, my, for me, my favorite pair of Jordans ever mm-hmm. wasn't actually a, a technically a pair of Jordans. It was the original um, Jumpman Pros. Okay. Yeah. And it was, those were my favorites because of the fit mm-hmm. and the, how they felt. So, like, for me, it was never about a fashion statement. Yeah. We're going to play, I, I, let's go play ball. Like I, I said earlier, like my kids 
have never been like you know I have two nephews who as teenagers were both sneakerheads mm-hmm. and I say this you know that, that, that's on them you know is whatever you know they're sneakerheads they always got the Jordans you know it's that that's their thing and my sons were never like that like like my my youngest son I can bring home a couple pairs of felines if he can hook it up with an outfit and it's looking right. Mm-hmm. He's good. Uh, no, see, that wasn't me. I, I always wanted my Jordans. I wanted my Nikes, but it was because yeah. I knew how they fit. Yeah. But I, as like as a kid, as but a that's teenager, you played ball in yeah, yeah. But as a kid, as a teenager, like I wasn't the one who wanted like all like name brand polos and mm-hmm. jeans and all that. No, give me a Nike sweatsuit and get a good pair yeah. of kits. Yeah. I, I guess. Well, so, so like that. Mm-hmm. We all have our own twists. Like, but I, give me some sweats and a nice pair of kicks I can mm. ball in. Like, yeah. I need a quality pair. It's like, I, w- I would walk to school. Like, we had to wear uniforms to school. Oh, okay. And yeah. I'd have my ball clothes under my school. Under, yeah. under, under, under you. Like, my, but- my button-down Oxford collar dress shirt with my blazer over the top. Now, what people didn't realize was that my Oxford dress shirt had the sleeves and back cut out. So all it was really was a front of the shirt, uh-huh. and then I'm wearing my basketball jersey, uh-huh. and I got I got was it a white was it a white shirt? It was a white shirt. So could they see the jersey underneath your shirt? If you're looking closely, I wear the white jersey, but okay. you can see the numbers if you're looking closely. Okay. okay. And then I got probably got a pair of ball shorts under my pants, uh-huh. and I got some sneakers in my bag. <laughs> and the second I get a chance, you let's go ball. Out. Okay. Like that's cool. Like that's you walk out of class, blazers off, shirts off. Mm-hmm. Nope, let's go ball. Like that's. That was me at them days. So, I, so for me, like the sneaks, it wasn't like, yeah, I'm trying to make the fashion statement. I wanted the most comfortable, quality pair of shoes I could go put some work in. Okay. And I was going to do work them out. Nice, nice. That wasn't me though. <laughs> I, sneakers got to last because you know, I my parents. You, it, it's funny because I because my kids aren't big sneakerheads. Like I could go to Burlington, get them something nice, at a you know at a pretty mm-hmm. reasonable price, and then get them three, four pairs. Gosh, you. So you know they're good. Mm-hmm. So I'm not necessarily replacing a lot of sneakers during you know during the school year. I got one pair of sneakers at the beginning of the year, and they usually bought me another pair of sneakers at some point, like maybe after, not even for Christmas. Like like if I went to my parents saying I needed new kids new kicks for Christmas. They'd be like, I just bought you some kicks in, in, in September. And see, like, my parents, if they wanted to try that, they couldn't really be mad at me because mm-hmm. I'm still going to look at them like, look, no, look, measure my foot. Mm-hmm. It got bigger. Nah. <laughs> well, I will say. And because of that, but because when you're playing basketball, mm-hmm. you can't get somebody a shoe that's too that's big. That's too small, yeah. And you can't get somebody a shoe. Yeah. You get a shoe that's too big, I'm going to end up with blisters all over my feet from and sliding then, around while I'm trying to cut in it. Mm-hmm. And if it's too small, it's just not going to work. Now, now, like I said, now I always had big feet. Mm-hmm. And, that was, and that was part of the problem. Like, you know, they couldn't always find, like. Now, now you get above like, a size 12, like, and then mm-hmm. you're in these extra challenges mm-hmm. because exactly. not everybody's going to have a shoe above mm-hmm. a size 12. Now, now, what was cool for a little bit, now we on the East Coast, there used to be a Nike outlet store in Perryville, Maryland. Have you ever been there? Yeah, there used to be one in Perryville, Perryville, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's also There used to also be one in Reading, Pennsylvania. Yep, yep. The one in Reading, Pennsylvania was actually closer, mm-hmm. and, and it was a better store. But, like, when we first discovered 
that the one in Perryville. Mm-hmm. Now the thing about the now, it, now felt, if you were in Baltimore when you were in college, the one in Perryville was closer. Yeah, it was to closer. You. Yeah, but, I, yeah. I'm familiar all, with both. Like and, always, and the yeah. Lancaster is also had good ones. Yeah, which yeah. from Baltimore was probably the closest, mm-hmm. going straight up eighty three. Yep, yep, yep. But it, I guess like I, the thing about the the Perryville outlets was like it was cool at the time when you didn't when they weren't as common now. Like now, you know, we all outlets know. Everywhere. Yeah, there are outlets everywhere, like, and you know about you know we know about six or seven different Nike outlets. Mm-hmm. But back then, back then when it was the only one, let's see, or or, 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 or my, one of few, I should say. Back then, I it, I used to regularly frequent the Reading outlets. Okay, and I would do it for two reasons. One. They were true outlets where you got real discount real prices, yep, yep. and two, you'd get stuff nobody else had. Yeah. So I'd go go into outlets, spend like two hundred dollars, come back, yeah. I'm fresh. I got new polos, I got new hill figures, oh, yeah. new jeans, yeah, yeah, the Nauticas, yeah. I had to, Eddie yo, Bowers, I, I came back, I went, me and my a pair me, of Nikes, now, a t- some Tims. Like, how you do all that for two hundred? I did it all for two hundred. Two hundred. It, it was crazy. I remember going out there. I used to go to the Reading Outlet with my man. Get when when we was in college, mm-hmm. and I came back. There was this 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 hill figure uh, rugby joint mm. that 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 JC that 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 Malik Yoba wore on New York Undercover, mm-hmm. and that joint was vicious. I remember I grabbed it from the I went to the same outlets in uh-huh. Reading, grabbed the 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 hill figure tee like multicolor long sleeve oh, tee that yeah. Fresh Prince mm-hmm. rocked on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. Oh, it, it, it's, it's it's crazy. Like you can like, get all that stuff in the outlets when, when you when you rock some stuff that you see on TV. Mm-hmm. I remember I had an outfit. I, I had an outfit fresh. I had an outfit that the Fresh Prince wore too. It it was a short set. But I only saw the Fresh Prince wear the top. He wore the top. It was a it was a brown shirt with mm-hmm. black polka dots. Okay. I, I, uh, that sad, sad part is I know exactly what shirt you're talking mm-hmm. about when you describe it. But he wore it with some black pants. It mm-hmm. was a short set. I had the whole short set. Because it was like, mother <laughs> Now now we talk about cool birthdays. Thirteenth <laughs> birthday, mother went to City Blue. Mm. It just blew my mind. It just was like cave hole. Like here's the thing. My mother at the time, my mother was teaching at Germantown. Okay. She's teaching at Germantown High School. Oh, okay. Your so, mom was teaching for the school district. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Both my parents were in school district. Mo- Oh, then they probably know my mother and uncle. Okay. My, right. my mother taught in the school district for 20 years, yep. and her brother was an administrator mm-hmm. for 30, almost 40 years. Bo- both both my parents, both 30-plus years in Philadelphia school district. Okay. So mother, but mother teaching in Germantown. So it's my mother. So she doesn't necessarily understand how the fashion works. <laughs> She would see some clothes being sold by the brother on Germantown Avenue and just see a name that she's heard me talk about or whatever. Not understanding whether not, or not it's the real the, one the, or the fake one. It's like, oh, it has that name yeah. on it. Remember when Naughty by Nature came out and everyone had the Naughty by Nature t-shirts? Mm-hmm. My mother comes home like, yeah, they... Naughty by nature, OPP. Oh yeah, yeah. I see some guys selling some shirts like that outside my job. 
Oh man, you sound like you need a hug right now. Like, uh, like, just, these are traumatic memories for you. I love my mother. <laughs> she bought. See, here's the thing. She bought the shirt. It was, you know, it, it was like, and she brought it home, and she was so proud of herself. <laughs> and it was like, at least one time. Because it would completely break her heart. I had to wear it to school mm-hmm. at least once. You, you got to wear it at least once. At least once. But see, now a shirt, like was it a t-shirt? Yeah, it was a t-shirt, yeah. Then see, I would have never wore it to school. Mm-hmm. I would have wore it, but I would have been wearing it when I'm going to play sports. Yeah. Not, not even like I'm wearing like, I'm going to wear it all the time, mm-hmm. but not when I'm wearing going yeah. out. Yeah. It's like it's something to go play ball in, go like, run, my, run my miles in. So she knows I'm wearing it all the time, but yeah, never when I need never. to look good. There are ways around this. I, I have to teach you, youngster. There are ways well, around old. this. No, now, now I'm 40 plus years old. You're about 30 years too late now. And, and your mom still might buy you a sweater you don't like or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I've learned how the game is played. But at this point, I'm, this is 10th grade. 10th grade. My mother buys me this naughty by nature OPP shirt. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it, it was like a, a screen print of an album cover, and it just says "You down with OPP?" Tretch was orange. What do you mean Tretch was orange? That's how it looked on the shirt. Tretch was <laughs> orange. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and, you know. It, I, I knew it was an L for like the, the minute I saw it. But she was so proud of herself. She knew what OPP was. She knew who Naughty by Nature was. She knew that that was a song that I used to play and I used to sing all the time. She was like, let me get my son this shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. I'm, I'm the cool parent. She tried. Yeah. Can't be she did. yeah, yeah. A for effort, mom. But Yeah. <laughs> oh, they let me have it. Of course they do. Oh my goodness! Now, now look, you went to school just like me, and, well, and I'm with, the kid who would have let you have it. Yeah. You know, oh, oh, oh. oh, trust me, I'm the kid who would have let you have it. That, first of all, just get lunch. I had to go through lunch with that shirt on. I want see when you go to a predominantly white high school. Lunchtime is pretty much the only time all the black people get to see each other. Mm-hmm. And just like any high school where, you know, it's broken, the lunchroom is broken down into cliques. Oh, absolutely. All the black people. They're in the similar area. They're in the similar area. Mm-hmm. So unless you try to sit, you know, you know. You, unless you're with you, the chess club. You, exactly. Or the drama club. Yeah. Unless you want to sit in some area you know you don't belong in. Where you know you, you you just literally look like an ink spot in a bowl of milk. You know where the black folks are sitting. I had to sit there, and and and, and understand something. You know, I'm, I'm I'm a pretty witty dude. You know, I'm I'm a pretty witty dude, and I couldn't fight, so I was nice with the jokes. You know, I, I was somebody. You know, I I had. A pretty good comeback. People would try to clown me, and I had to, you know, I'd I'd come back. I'm, I'm right. This household, my household, mm-hmm. and I understand this. This is a little bit like therapy right now. I understand, you know, we we almost an hour and a half in. We ain't talked about no sports. Oh but, well, they'll get it next <laughs> week. next week. But nonetheless, 
because we probably got about five, ten minutes left. <laughs> so me, my me and my brother and my sister, we were three people who were always determined to have the last word. Mm-hmm. Arguments in our house would last for days just because nobody wanted to give up the last word. So when somebody wants to get into that battle, that's why me and you argue so much because mm-hmm. it's like, look, man, giving up the last word is like the ultimate L. Oh, I can tell. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, but the, the fact that and I'll be so right, and it won't matter. It won't matter because you're wrong. See, but nonetheless, that, and that's exactly what I mean. Last word, but nonetheless, <laughs> it. There comes times when you know you have to take an L, mm-hmm. and it sucks, and it hurts. Mm-hmm. I came in with the orange OPP shirt, <laughs> had to take that L, man. Ultimate, I mean, and it, it, it was just coming from all, girls was clowning me, dudes was clowning me. It's like, what is OPP? The orange people? <laughs> <laughs> Now, let's no, see. I, I, I'm going to I'm going to let you inside of my life a little bit. Okay, right go ahead. P- please do. I just let you. My, my, I, I my high traumatizing. My experience. high school experience was different than most. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I didn't. I went to a private school. It was not a. It was. Mm-hmm. It was a prep school. Okay. To be clear, blazers and rep ties, Oxford shirts and the gray slacks and uh-huh. shoes, the whole thing. Real fresh prince like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And yeah, we're not going to, but it costs a lot to go there and all that good stuff. And my parents were teachers there after okay. they, after my mother, my, my father always taught there. Okay. And then after my mother left the public school system in the, um, the city, mm-hmm. she started she working there as well. Okay. So that was where I went to high school. Mm-hmm. Had no choice. I didn't want it, but regardless. So when you're dealing with, Kids whose parents are paying twenty thousand a year for high school, it, it it turned into a different thing. So like you'd get clowned for any and everything. Like if you showed up to anything mm-hmm. where we're not in uniforms, you might like just be walking around. Somebody's gonna randomly, someone will not might someone will at some point walk up to you and check the tag in your shirt. Like, oh, that's fake? Nah. Oh, you were going to, are you shoes? Oh, no. Damn it. You were going to hear, so, yeah, you, you were going to hear it any and every time. It, like, you didn't have to have all the hottest stuff and all the best stuff. But it had to be real, though. It had to yeah. be authentic. It had to be, whatever it was, rock the real one. Yeah. Like, if you, if you want to rock, like, something low-key, like, it's Kmart, Walmart, whatever. That's just don't pretend like you rocking. Some t- don't rock no fake Tommy, no fake Polo, any of that. You gonna hear that. all yep. about it. Yep. Like they were you regular label checks, mm-hmm. you know. So it yeah. The, so you would have been getting on me for the fake. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd have, I'd have been the first one at you. Yeah, no, I I, I knew it. You know it and. It, it, it was rough, man. I believe it. It, 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 was, it was definitely rough. It was definitely rough. All right, look, man. We're at a, almost at an hour and a half, dude. Oh, man, it's time to get out of here. All right, you sure? the, oh, yeah. I mean, it was fun. <laughs> no, seriously, it, it was, was fun. fun. It was fun. 
All right, so and every now and then, and, I, and as much as I love sports and you love sports, every now and then we just you just gotta got, shoot the breeze about something else. Exactly. Yeah, no doubt. What are you looking forward to sports wise this weekend? Well, I, already, I know Ravens and Ravens, Ravens and Forty Niners. That's going to be a real one. That's going to be good. You got Patriots and Texans Sunday night. Oh, that's a good. That's going to be good. You've got. NBA and college basketball all through the weekend. I'll be watching all of those closely. Whole thing starts month, uh, Saturday. Michigan, uh, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. You big into that? I mean, I know you college football. I mean, well, not just college football, but just that that game, Michigan Ohio State game. That's going to be a good game. I want to see if Michigan gives them a good game. Mm-hmm. Harbaugh has not been able to tame that challenge since yeah. he's been at Michigan. So. That is always the hype, but honestly, I think Penn State was the better team in the Big Ten than Michigan this year, the bigger challenge for Ohio State, mm-hmm. and Ohio State just handled that one. Pretty much. Yeah. So I expect Michigan to lose by two to three, by, let's be honestly, 17 to 21 points. I was going to say two to three touchdowns, but listen, really, it's not going to be two touchdowns. It's going to be 17 to 21 at the minimum. They lose to Michigan. Oh, boy. Michigan loses. All right. Well, look, you guys, tell us what you think of this show. Tell us why you believe I'm right. Tell us why you feel sorry for me that I had to go to school in an OPP Naughty by Nature shirt where Tretch was orange. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter, O underscore D underscore discourse. My name is Brown. That's Jonesy. Who? Mike Jones. Back then, they didn't want me. Is that true? No, they always wanted me. Nah, that's what I think. <laughs> I, I have a hard time believing that. Hey, you guys, you have a great holiday weekend. Enjoy your Thanksgiving leftovers. You know, if and if you feel compelled, send something to your boys, you know? Oh, I'll definitely take food donations. Yeah. If it's perishable, dry ice and express shipping. Yep, exactly. You know, my DMs are open on Twitter. Contact me. I'll give you an address. We yes. can work it out. Real quick, do you call it stuffing or dressing? You really want to fight before the show's over. Yeah, well, just, it's, tell me what you think, and I'll tell you why you're wrong. Stuffing or dressing? If you tell me why I'm wrong, we're going to fight before the show's oh, over. Okay. We're just going to leave the mics open, and people hear the sound of wrestling in the background. <laughs> All right. Dressing? Is what I do in my closet or in my bedroom before I get dressed in the morning. When I get before I leave the house in the morning, dressing goes on salad. Dressing has nothing to do with dried breadcrumbs and seasonings and other things like that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Jones can stay. All right, Mike (laughs) Jones has earned his way. I I no longer regret giving Mike Jones the beer I've given him. I I no longer opening my door to him. Mike Jones, that's a good. That's that's there. You go. Hey, you're right. <laughs> you are too. Oh, thank you. All right, now real quick. Sweet potatoes and yams. They're different. Okay, what do you what They're do two you, different things. You, you think they're two different? Okay. Well, I'm an island boy. They are actually two different things. You okay. go down to the islands. They ask for a sweet, sweet potato versus ask for a yam. That's two what's, different what's things. The, what's the Cuz I've always I'd have uh, to actually show them to you to explain it. But, all right. But as far as my experience, uh-huh. they're different. What do you prefer? Yams. Okay. All right. Well, I've always thought sweet potatoes and yams were the same thing, and, 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 and we've always called them sweet potatoes. And, so and, I, and for the American, they are typically the same thing. Okay. And they're sweet potatoes. Okay. Yams you, to me are something a little different. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I've, then that means I've never had like real yams. Mm. Okay. And that's and that's cool because I prefer sweet potatoes because that's what I've always had. I've never had yams. Now, if I try a real yam and I like it, then that's what I'm calling it. Yeah. Okay. But the the whole sweet potato, like for me, they're two different things. Okay. 
So I'm not going to call a sweet potato yet. Now, what's more important, the macaroni and cheese or the turkey? The turkey's more important, but bringing inferior macaroni to the table is like having a gilded label inside your Tommy shirt. I feel... That, that that's what it's like bringing inferior macaroni to the table. No, I, I understand. I understand. I, I just feel like it's it's physically impossible to have black women in your family and eat jacked up mac and cheese on the holidays. No, nah, it's not. It's possible. No, nah, <laughs> nah, it's possible. Because it be, and I'm gonna tell you, I know it's possible because I am actually the person who's been known to sit there at the table and be like, "Who made the inferior macaroni?" Oh, goodness, no. No, I've said it out loud. Who made the inferior macaroni? Now, I will tell you this. Now, you're in my house right now. Mm -hmm. That woman upstairs Mm -hmm. makes immaculate mac and cheese. Life-changing mac and cheese. Now, I will say this. I studied under her wing. I'm making all right mac and cheese. I'm not at her level yet. Oh, my mac and cheese is high quality. Yeah, yeah. It's an art form. I I, I smoke my mac and cheese. Mm. You know, and, and I, I've worked on it. You know, I I I serve smoked mac and cheese. There will be no smoked mac and cheese at this uh this Thanksgiving. You're dinner. traveling for Thanksgiving because because we're traveling and my smoker broke. Oh man. Yeah, I bought a new one. I haven't put it together yet. Okay. It's upstairs. The new the new smoker is upstairs. It's in the it's, house. It's in the building. It's in the building. I just haven't put it together yet. It's just been a long week, but nonetheless. Thanksgiving Thanksgiving dinner is always on in in in, in our house. It, 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 my family will never be thin. <laughs> you know, we we going all out for everything. I've had people come over to this house for Super Bowl parties. But like it looks like Thanksgiving dinner over here. You see this table that that we do this show on? Mm-hmm. This table comes out like we'll, you know, and we'll put the whole you know, throw a little tablecloth on this joint. Bring the sternos out. There you go. Like, like people for like, who eats greens at a Super Bowl party? We eat greens at a Super Bowl party. What's wrong with greens? Nothing's wrong with greens. But I'm saying, we're, we going all out, you know, not just wings. If I, if, if, if I got chicken and, gr- and mac and cheese, Cause, yes, cause I, if, why can't I have greens? Because that's what we going to have at the Super if, Bowl if party. If I have chicken, yes. I might as well have some mac and yes. cheese. And if I got mac and cheese, I might as well have greens. Exactly. Like, if, that just sounds right, doesn't it? Yeah. No, no. Once again, once again, Mike Jones, you are right, and so are you. Thank you, my friend. So Happy Thanksgiving. Happy my Thanksgiving. Like <laughs> the holidays are good for something. It, it, it is. Good. They're good for something. Next week we'll be fighting and disagreeing all over again, and I have to break down why Mike Jones is wrong. But that's for that. <laughs> that's for then. This and is the week now. after we may have a new co-host. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Hey, oh, man. You know I love you, John. Yeah, it's enough to butler. I love you too, my brother. You guys have a great weekend. We out. Peace. You feeling this podcast? To hear this and more, go to soundcloud.com slash B-I-T-W sports or on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and search Best in the World Sports. The proceeding was a production of the Lance J Radio Network and Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. The opinions and views expressed are certainly those of the host and do not represent the views of Lance J Radio Network or NBC Sports Radio.